Hello, and welcome to episode 100 of From Alpha to Zed. This is a long time coming. It, I mean, it's been 100 episodes. We're back from our impromptu vacation. Yes. Um, apologies for that. We had some work conflicts. Work conflicts, holiday, family stuff. Yeah. A bunch of things keep getting. You know, what happens when you work is that sometimes your schedule doesn't let you do things that you want to do. Wow. And other times your schedule doesn't let you do things that you don't want to do, like watch Power Rangers Mystic Force. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, uh, life updates here. for me and Dan. My chair is broken. Oh, yeah. I have no life updates. Yeah. <laughs> Apart but, from that, I've got no updates either. Anyway, I'm Avi Dobkin. I'm Dan Roberts. And continuing with Power Rangers Mystic Force. Episode one that we watched today. We're getting right into it because I cut you off. I'm trying to think of what even happened today. So we watched the episode Scaredy Cat. Oh, okay. So this was a very weird episode. Yes, it introduced it was. like four new things and like was just a very bland episode overall. But basically, there's a a, like a genie and a lamp. Yep. And in, they introduced right off the bat a character called Imperius. Yep. Who is, I guess... No, actually, the first thing that happened was it turns out that the lamp is in a cave that, uh, what's her name? Necroli can't get into. Yeah, and, and her daughter can't get into it either. Lily. L- Lily, that's her name, I forgot. Um, so they're like, oh, what if we get the Power Rangers to go in there? And they're like, actually, that's a good idea. So they get the Power Rangers to go in. The Power Rangers run in, and they find the lamp, but then Necroli attacks them. Correct. And But doesn't get the lamp, and they take the lamp back to the dragon face. Right. And then Root core. Root core. And then they're, like, rubbing the lamp to clean off all the dirt, and out pops. A like, giant horrifying cat genie like a horrible lucky cat genie yeah and you got big yellow teeth yeah um and he's like i'll give you one wish and then chip wishes for more wishes and he's like perfect you each have 10 wishes therefore you get no wishes and then the show just moves on making me think that the promise of wishes was never real in the first place. I think that's accurate. I think it. I think he was like, "You get one wish, like it could be. You could wish for whatever you want. like. It, right. It's like a birthday wish, <laughs> like it's not a real wish." Um, and so he wishes for ten wishes for everybody, and nobody. He's like, "Yeah, you wish for ten wishes. That uh, that nullifies the first wish." Right. And we move on. Then, uh, he, like, knows a lot, and, like, I wasn't sure if he was a good guy or a bad guy at first. Um, like, he sees the dragon egg, and he's like, oh, you gotta sit on that. It's about to hatch. Right. Oh. And then... Can I, can we jump back to something earlier? Uh Uh-huh. There was a book. Yeah. How to Hatch a Dragon. No, 1001 Dragon Facts. Oh, no, okay. 1001 Things You Want to Know About Dragons. I wrote down the name of the book. And in the book, it says that you you get 
a dragon egg to open is, is you hit it with a sledgehammer. You hit it with a sl- you put it upright. Yeah. <laughs> and you hit it with a sledgehammer. Yeah. And they've got diagrams. I thought it was really strange and ridiculous. I did, however, like little things like that. I do tend to be like, ah, at least they put a little effort into making that. Was this the comic relief episode? This was the episode where, in addition to everything else going on, yeah, Phineas the Troblin and yeah. Toby the record store owner went yeah. to the dentist. Yes, who couldn't see anything. Correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they went to a blind dentist. That's right. <laughs> you, took, <laughs> you took those two characters and sent them to, like, a character who is pure shtick. Yeah. Not that they... Phineas and Toby are also shtick. Right. But, like, I mean... <laughs> it was, like, shtick on shtick on shtick. Yeah. Um, it was a shtick threesome. And I say this as someone that... Um, enjoys both both Phineas and Toby as characters. I think that um, they're probably the most underserved characters in this whole season that deserve to be in a better season of Power Rangers. Yeah, we said you, you had mentioned that during the episode. Not that they deserve to be in a better show. No, just a better season of Power Rangers. Right. They, yeah, they went to the dent... They take Phineas out of... The, the dark forest, yeah. and then into the real world, and they put him in like a trench coat and a hat, like typical like kid show, yeah, I- idea. And they tell Toby that he's Xander's uncle from a mountain village in Europe, right? And that he was in a horrible skiing accident. That's why his face <laughs> and everything yeah. look the way it does. Um, and he has a, he has a rare skin condition, which is why he has to wear the trench coat, right? Um. Also, he tries to eat a car. <laughs> yeah, Phineas is like, well, now that we've gotten all that out of the way, could you tell me about cars? They look so tasty. Yeah. I mean, they're probably tasty. He starts licking the car, and he tries to rip the tire off. Correct. Um, and then he goes to the dentist. The dentist is, like, blind, so he, like, injects Toby with the Narcan. Uh, not Narcan. Narcan is for preventing an OD. Um... With a uh, Novocaine. No, he doesn't it, well, inject him with Novocaine. He's invented a laser. A laser that numbs your mouth. And he, so he accidentally shoots Toby with that. That's right. And then he pulls out what's his face's tooth while the Rangers are fighting Imperius. Correct. The Rangers have this cat thing that they're running around with. And when Imperius shows up, they're like using all their little magic tricks. And he's like, I am a far greater wizard than you could ever be. Mm-hmm. And um, they get their uh, um, their robot together, uh, their Zord. Yeah. And it's like like a bug size comparison to him when he's fully grown. He's like, like uh, what's the name of that thing that's the size of the moon? What thing? The moon? Zeds. Oh, Serpentera. He's like Serpentera size and they're like normal size. But remember, for some reason, in Power Rangers Wild Force, Serpentera was on the moon? Oh, yeah. That doesn't make sense. No. Uh, Remember that one clip they used of Serpentera's foot landing on the planet and it was mm, huge? And then, like, 
it would, I don't know, like run out of gas or whatever, yeah. so they would have to turn around. They made a joke about that. I don't know if I talked about it on here yet, but um, um, the toys that made us had an episode about Power Rangers toys, and yeah. they mentioned Serpentera always running out of fuel. Yeah, I was I was actually kind of impressed at the level of like subtle things that they brought up. That was kind of funny. Um, so, uh, what else happened? The Zord is, is, is gonna fight this giant thing, it's not doing very well, and then Genji grows for some reason? Genji the cat genie? Yeah. For some reason, he grows into a giant person. Yeah, and then they fight. They fight. It's fine. Imperius is like, ah, I'm still kind of weak. I've been like asleep for a really long time. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Nope. Now, the next episode, two episodes are basically related. Oh, at the end of the episode, the dragon hatches. They they introduce Genji to Uda, and they're like, "We have a special surprise for you." And she's like, "My favorite." cat and he's like my, my, my favorite sushi restaurant my good friend genji and yeah. you're like why do you know this cat genie? yeah <laughs> and if you did why didn't you like why were if you had all this information about all these people why didn't you send the rangers out to go find them it initially? turns out that what we knew all along which is that udon is actually really bad at her job i think she's got like amnesia yeah or something well, she did lose her sister and her husband. And her child. And her child. <laughs> and she's, like, very curious about what happened to her child. Yeah. Also, like, Phineas starts acting suspicious. In this episode? Uh, maybe it's the next one. No, but you know what we do see? We do see this frog hopping around. Yeah. We keep getting close-ups of a frog, and we're like... That's that is, weird. That's an odd artistic choice, or that's, yeah. like, a person. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, so the next episode is long ago... And I take some issue with this, and I'll talk about my issues with this more in the next episode. Um, so, Imperius has a plan, and then this back is the, in this is the worst plan, yeah, ever. Back in Root Core, they send some dark magic out in the woods, and then there's like some guy. And the rangers start fighting him immediately. Yeah. And I'm like, this is a violation of the ranger code. Uh, well, first off, he's not like a guy. He's like a creature. Yeah. And like he and he's like all a, jaggedy, which, yeah. as we know in Power Rangers, jaggedy means evil. Right. Yeah. He, like, he looks probably like he's bad, but he kind of comes off as, like, somewhat polite, but they start yeah. fighting him. And then, and then Udon Noodle shows up and is like... That's my friend. That's my friend Calendar. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden he's like a blonde-haired, blue-eyed knight with a mullet fellow with a mullet. Yeah. And he's like, "Ah, Wudan Noodle, how good to see you." And she's like, "Calendar, my favorite knight." Yeah. And then they go back to like she just brings him to Rukor. Yeah. Now, once again, just a reminder. Yeah. This started off with them sensing great evil yeah. where this person was. And when he sh- and then it cuts to Phineas who says, this is bad. And Phineas is like, oh, no. And like then proceeds to tell nobody. Yeah. 
Um, and then they get to Rucor, and the Rangers leave for some reason. They're like, whatever, we gotta go back to the record store and make money. Yeah, they um, just go to work. Yeah. I mean, that's, no, legitimate. That's fine. Uh, then, um, Udon Noodle's like, Calendor, it's been too long. Let me tell you all the secrets of how we've been existing for this long with you being gone. Right. Where were you, by the way? Oh, I don't really care. Right. Let's move on. And he is immediately a dick to Claire. Yeah. He's like, oh, the bumbling servant is here. Yeah. And she's like, what? Why would you say that? Yeah. And then she looks in the, like, the, they're, like, standing next to the little globe. Yeah. Uh, the snow globe of power. Yeah. And she's like, oh, no, there's, like, horrible evil in root core. And he, like, he, like, waves his hand and is like, no, no, there's not nothing there. Yeah. So Udon Udon Noodle doesn't see it. She even just though Claire thinks that Claire it. is jealous of of Roger Calendar, she did, but like like if she felt that way, she should have said something because like it just seems like she's completely oblivious to everything around her. Yeah. Um. They, uh, even if it was like, if you had a moment at the end in a better show, you yeah. couldn't get on this depth in this show. But like if if you had a moment at the end where it's just like I'm just so desperate for my friends to come back. And to and to see like I've this, lost so much. This should have been building up to her being wistful about the past more than in just the episode where it. And she's not even wistful. She's like, "What's up, buddy? Yeah, it's she's been just a like, while. Thank God we need some extra allies." And then she says, "You haven't aged a day," and he's like, "It's complicated." I think that was the foreshadowing. I guess. Every all of it was foreshadowing. It wasn't subtle. <laughs> no. Anyway, so then, um, uh, January tries to poison Udon. He like he f- Udon Noodle tells him that this is the Xenotome. He like yeah. shows him the Xenotome. He's like, this is what lets us know what the Power Rangers are doing. And he's like, oh, that's neat. And then he freezes them in space and time. Yeah. Um, well, no, this is after... No. Then he tries to poison her. Tries to... When does he try to poison her? He hands her a cup and says, this is the one with honey in it. Oh. Just like you like it. And then Claire is like, oh. oh. I remember. Yeah. She's like, no, he's bad. And Udon's like, obviously not. And then she jumps on him and then Claire knocks... The goblet that Udon is trying to drink out of, and then it like burns a book or something, and then he turns into Imperius. Okay. And he's like, oh, because before that, he um, told Udon that Daggeron had turned on him. He goes, our good friend Daggeron betrayed us with dark magic. Yeah. Something like that. And <laughs> Claire gets annoyed, so she, like, storms out. This is before she rescues the whole team. Yeah. And she's like, Phineas, I don't like one of Claire's friends, one of Udon Noodle's friends. And he's like, I don't like one of Udon Noodle's friends. And they're like, oh, is it Kalendor? And they're like, yes. Uh, so <laughs> uh, they go back, they save Udon Noodle, only to be frozen in time. And they watch as he, like, ponders over the Xenotome. Yeah. And... Well, he tries to use dark magic to unprotect it. Yes. Meanwhile, 
Rangers are at the record store. Yeah. And this frog hops on um what's her name's face? Madison, the yeah. other one. There's Madison and the other one. I think Madison. Madison's the blue one. Yeah. No. Yes. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so it hops on Madison's back, and she's, like, freaked out by the frog, and she's like, ah, and they run out. And then they're being inta- attacked by, is his name Jester? Jester. Jester, who's got accordion arms? Yeah, and he's going to, like, destroy all humans. He's making a sphere yeah. out of a prism? Uh, no, he's. it sounded like he said circle. But he said seal. He a was seal. drawing a seal, a magical seal that a would destroy seal? all. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that would destroy all humans. Yeah, uh, and then they like. He's not a very compelling villain because there's all this other bullshit happening with Roger Calendar. Yeah, you're like kind of focused on the calendar thing, and you don't really care what the Rangers are doing, and the Rangers are kind of getting their butt kicked, and then. Madison kisses the frog. Like, the frog saves her life. Yeah. And she's like, she was freaking out. She's like, this frog is gross. Yeah. And then the frog saves her life, and she's like, you're so attractive. I could kiss you. And then, like, she got so horny from having her life saved that she had to kiss the frog. Yeah. Like, I don't know what happened in that moment. (laughs) What were the writers do? Like... Well, we have to get her to say. We have to get her to kiss this frog. What if the frog saves her life? It's like um, in a Midsummer Night's Dream, when uh, the Queen of the Fairies gets, kisses um, kisses the donkey. He's yeah. Like, what angel wakes me from my flowery bed? <laughs> <laughs> she goes straight Miss Piggy style for the frog. Yeah. And uh, he turns in to like. Exactly what you would think, which is like a kind of overweight but somewhat attractive, like older guy. Yeah, from New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. Like with like a weirdly perfectly manicured, like very small beard. Right. Um, so yeah, that's a knight, you yeah. know, in the power. That's a, an attractive knight in the Power Ranger world. Yeah. And he proceeds to just like, like fuck up. Jester. Well, he turns into the Solaris Knight. The Solaris Knight, which is, and he's pretty badass. He's like blue and gold. Yeah, and Genji, just <laughs> like <laughs> he's like Genji, come here, and you're like, what the fuck's Genji gonna do? And, and Genji, Genji flies in, in his the lamp, lamp from Root Core to some Japanese city, yeah. and turns into a gun. <laughs> <laughs> he like holds the lamp and like cocks it and. Yeah, it's got, like, a spinner to reload. Yeah. So he's like, Genji! <laughs> like, spinning the thing. And it is ridiculous. It's the least wizardly thing he could possibly... I mean, I guess not. Like, a gun... Yeah. A gun genie is, I guess, a wizarding tool. Um, so, and that's kind of it. And then, like, yeah. it turns out that long ago... Dag, this is Daggeron. Daggeron. Daggeron didn't turn on. Calendar. But Imperius. Calendar so, was Imperius yeah. and turned on Daggeron. Mm-hmm. Great. That's and the whole episode. That's it. Um, oh, the dragon, we already said it the, hatched. Yeah, the dragon hatched in the last episode. 
the only other thing I can think of is the fact that Daggeron to morph takes out a, a, a ra- cell phone, a railway conductor cell phone that functions as a hole punch. Which, yeah. by the way, we should patent the shit out of that for the MTA. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, it, well, the thing is, we don't know that he's train-themed yet. Yeah. So the first time we see <laughs> him, we're, we're like, why is he using a hole puncher? Yeah. Why did he use a hole punch on that trading card? Yeah. <laughs> what is he doing? Then, um... So the next episode is called Inner Strength, and it's almost entirely bullshit, so we'll try to get through it quickly. Daggeron is now in charge of training the rangers. Because Udon Noodle never did. Yeah. And he and Xander are butting heads because Daggeron wants him to train. And Xander is like, but I enjoy sex. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, oh, I had a hot date last night, so I didn't train. He's like, oh, fuck you. Yeah. And so, like, he makes, he's like, he's really hard on Xander. And so then... He He makes Xander stay up all night in the woods, growing a tree from an acorn. Yeah. Without his wand. Yeah. Uh, He does that because he he tells him to swing across to get this thing on a vine. And he's like, could that vine support the weight of any of your team members? And so to prove a point, he then... Calend, not Calendor. Um, Daggeron. Daggeron swings yeah. on the vine, it breaks, and he falls in water. Which I actually thought was like, like, at least like if you were gonna do that, like you should be the one to like, like he didn't make like any of the other rangers do it. Like he took the fall himself and like proved a point. I yeah. thought. And then he, this is like. All- I just thought it was bad. Um, that was fine, but the fact that, like, he didn't make any of the other rangers, like, all of the other rangers' tasks. It should have been a sink or swim together task. Yeah, and instead they each had an individual task, and he singled out Xander, which is not necessarily wrong, but also not good teaching. I mean, like, all the tasks were supposed to reflect their strength, right? right? So, like... There was one that had to do with water and one that had to do with rocks that was related to the lightning for some reason. And his was in the forest, so, like, he can summon a vine and go over to it. He just, like, did it carelessly, Yeah, I guess. No, but what I mean is that, like, none of the other rangers' solutions, mm-hmm. like, could it, have possibly dealt. It was just, right. like, not well thought out. Yeah, I feel you. So, he's got to grow an acorn, and he grows, like, a little tiny sapling. Yeah, and it's... I just need to remind our listeners that um, acorns grow into oak trees, mm-hmm. and the sapling that he grew was definitely, Not like, some sort of weed that they dug up <laughs> out back and stuck in a pot. Good thing, too, because they then lit it on fire. Yeah. <laughs> when the dragon sneezed and made it catch fire. Um... So then Xander is ranting about Daggeron, and it's a classic, like, he's horrible and ugly, and he's right behind me, isn't he? Mm. This episode has been done, like, 20 times in Power Rangers. I mean, we're not even on season 20, and I think that's probably an accurate statement. Yeah. Um, Because then the solution is that he drops them off 
in a like a magic dimension. In, in Zed's caveman dimension. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they're like, oh, it's so dangerous. And they have to like do a team building exercise, exercise on a foreign planet for a person they don't like. There's a really weird moment where, where they're like walking to the... They have to find the train ticket to get back home. Yeah. They were like walking and they find these like Morocco fruits. Yeah. And like the whole group just goes ham playing the maracas. Yeah, it's like it's weird and it feels a little bit racist. Yeah. And I don't know why they did it. Like no. it just didn't seem like anybody's right. It maybe felt like the right character choice for maybe one of the Rangers. It was but, the right character choice for what's her name, the pink one. Yeah. And Chip. Chip would have, like, indulged. Yeah. But, like, everybody else, I was like, why are they into this? Like, this is weird. Well, Madison was into it because her sister was into it. It was just like... Remember when Madison always hid behind her video camera? Yeah, what happened to her video camera? Her entire character from that one episode. Yeah. Remember when she used to have a character and that character was video camera girl? Yeah. Now Remember she's... when at the end of the season they're going to, like, revisit the Madison and... What's his name? The Red Ranger? Um, Tyler? Well, it doesn't matter. I don't know. That, I, I, like, I, this episode, I re- like, as soon as we started recording, I realized I didn't know anyone's name. Yeah. I knew Phineas. I knew Toby. Yeah. <laughs> that is actually the thing. Is like... Udon Noodle Claire. The characters that we can remember, the memorable characters, are not the Rangers. The Rangers are really... The most secondary characters in this season. Yeah. They're not important. The plot isn't about them. The villains are important. Yeah. And the side characters are important. Yeah. The Solaris Knight feels more important right now to me. I mean, part of it is that we haven't watched Power Rangers in like a month. Yeah. But part of it is like that they didn't do anything. Like, you know. The plot isn't about them. No, it's anyway, not. Anyway. They're um, just along for the ride. So then, uh, to make a bizarre episode uh, tolerable, um, all of the rangers except Xander get captured by a giant like it's um, the Isle of the Cyclops and the Odyssey. Mm-hmm. And then Xander grows a bunch of pomegranates using his ability to grow trees. And then the giant is like, oh, sweet. This is great. I'm a vegetarian. You guys can go. Here's your train ticket. Yeah, it was a little too rapidly neat, uh, too neatly. Well, they ran out of time. Yes, they did. Um, and and it was also like it definitely felt like the giant was in on it. Yeah, you were like, I guess he threw the train ticket to the giant. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. Um, meanwhile, Daggeron is fighting. Um, Imperius? He, he fights Imperius and he fights... Is his name Karagog? Uh, Korag. Korag. Oh, and he fights um, a monster. No, he doesn't fight him, but he fights a spike monster. Yes. So the Necroli and the spike monster go to Earth yeah. to, to do stuff to try and draw the Solaris Knight out, which yeah. they do quite yeah. well. And then they run away to continue doing the thing to draw... The, like, they, they were driving these spikes into the Earth, and they're like... The whole point of driving the spikes into the Earth was to get the Solaris Knight, and then... Once he shows up and fights Korag, they're like, great, while he's distracted, we'll keep spiking the earth. <laughs> Which was for his benefit. 
Uh, so Korag and him have like a little fight, and he's like, "You seem like a well-trained knight," and he's like, "You seem like a well-trained knight too. Maybe we could do this again sometime." But right now, I gotta go stop these people from driving spikes into the earth. And Korag's like, "Cool," and they just part ways. Yeah. Korag is one thing you can say about Korag is that he's very willing to pick up a fight later on. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, okay, we'll do this on, on your, now's not a good time for you. Okay, I guess we'll pick this up later. We can fight another time. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm kind of close to losing, so let's just start this battle over again, and I'll try, no, you don't, I'll try harder next I'll time. Try harder. You don't get your stick back. No. I still get to keep your stick. <laughs> So that's where that's what happened. That's all that happened. Uh, we forgot to talk that uh, the Solaris Knight has a giant train. He's got a, he's got a giant Hogwarts Express yeah. that he rides around. Uh, Genji uh, shovels coal <laughs> into the burner because uh, it's a steam engine, obviously. Uh, yeah, I mean, what what else would it be? Um, and it's not gonna uh, run on magic. It, it turns into a, a giant uh, Zord. Yep. Which um, mechanically is fine. I have no issues with the way that it works. No, but it, it just looks, looks awful. It looks terrible. And it looks its clunky. big ability is that the engine becomes the chest, um, and then that opens up, and instead of blasting um, a monster like normal, it sucks a monster into the the giant coal incinerator. Yeah, which was, like, horrifying. It was actually... I think it's the single best thing that's <laughs> happened this season. <laughs> it's... I, I mean, I like the... It's on the other extreme of, like, when something turns into a soccer ball and they kick it at somebody. Yeah. It's like they went to the complete other end of, like, let's just burn people alive. Yeah. And you're like, What? At first, when it was sucking it in, I was like, does it have, like, some weird, like, Ghostbuster nope, property? it goes where the coal goes, and then it burns. Uh, so the one thing that I've noticed about, and we've been mentioning this, is, like, it's all about these side characters. Yeah. And they make it seem like this, the ancient battle was so long ago, but it was, like, 20 years ago. Yeah. Like... Calendar has a mullet. Daggeron <laughs> is obsessed with trains. Like, it's just like, it's like the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, th- like, it had to happen within the Red Ranger's lifespan lifetime because he's fucking he's Udon's child. Right. Who was Udon's husband? Did they say? No, they just, like, go, like, he didn't make it. Oh. So he'll show up at some point. Because yeah. they've, like, very specifically, every time he's mentioned, have her look off into the distance. <laughs> she has so many lost memories. Leonbo. Leonbo? That was his name. Oh, really? Yeah. Because Dagron says, where was Leonbo? And she goes, he was destroyed. <laughs> I know she asks about her baby. Yeah. Bowen. Where is Bowen. Is that his name, Bowen? Yeah, and then uh, Phineas oh. is in the bushes when yeah. she's asking Daggeron about Bowen, and Phineas goes, oh no, oh. they're going to know what I did. Yeah, because Phineas left him on the doorstep of a church. And what he did was definitely, like, save the baby's life. Yeah. And he obviously thinks that that's either bad or thinks they're going to be upset that he didn't eat it. 
<laughs> I know you. Yeah, he's gonna be upset that he didn't let them eat it. Right. Like he's gonna be like, I know you want to eat that baby. Yeah. <laughs> I would have too, but. And that's it. It's like bullshit. Yeah. But we'll be back in your feeds next week. This time, we next promise. Week. We'll be back in yes. your feeds next week. Um, I'm Avi Dobkin. Uh, oh, wait, no. 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 You're not Avi Dobkin. No. Excuse me. Dan, <laughs> yes. who's your Ranger of the Week? Uh, I, I, was, I was hoping I'd get it out first because I wanted to just pick the one that you didn't go with. Okay. I'm going to go with the Solaris Knight. Okay. What I makes think... you think that I wouldn't pick the Solaris no, Knight? No, I thought you'd either pick the Solaris Knight or Xander. Actually, no, screw it. I'm going to go with Xander. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Xander because I liked the plot he came up with to feed the giant pomegranates. Yeah. I thought that was weird and original, and I liked that it was, like, sustainable. It was a nice <laughs> callback to um, Plan Xander, where mm-hmm. every time in the beginning of the season when they were trying to fight a thing, he'd be like, I'm let's try us. talking to it. <laughs> hey, I'm Xander. <laughs> I'm a cool guy, Xander. Yeah. It worked. It did work. So finally, Plan Xander worked. Uh, I'm going with the Solaris Knight because yeah. uh, he killed things. <laughs> he killed and a bunch of that, things. And we know that my uh, my criteria most is most effective. He was the only effective person. Yeah. Other than Xander not fighting a thing. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, that's it. That's it. Okay. Now we'll <laughs> now be back it's... in your feeds next week. I'm Avi Dobkin. I'm Dan Roberts. And may the power protect you. Or phenomenal.